Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're gonna give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. You are listening to Ohio Conference Cast, a podcast dedicated to sharing missional stories and other information about Ohio Mennonite Conference. Hello, and welcome to a Tom and Bill Free episode of the Ohio Conference cast. We are uh, wrapping up the ACA conference. I am the number one fanboy of the podcast, Lucas Johnson, from uh, Valley View Mennonite Church. And I'm here with Kevin Himes, the pastor at Salem Mennonite, Kidron. And I'm also here with Sue Short and Danae King, and we're just going to recap the conference. So, Kevin, what was your big impression of the conference? What is your big takeaway? What resonated with you from the conference? Hold on here. I'm just finishing up my interpretive dance. <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm ready. I'm ready now. Thank it was, you. It was beautiful. You, you Thank should you. have seen it. Yeah. I'm not used to being interviewed in a leotard, but okay. So, I think, Lucas, for me, probably the biggest takeaway, I'm going to maybe center on the missional part of the conference. So, that took place Thursday night and then Friday morning as well as a precursor to ACA. And I think from our our two speakers, and maybe you guys can help me out, what was Sally's last name? Schreiner Youngquist? Yes. Okay. And also uh, Steve North? North. Yes. Okay. I got that. I think from both of them, they both talked about starting what what seemed to be vibrant church communities in their uh, respective areas, uh, being uh, Illinois uh, in the Chicago area and also in Toledo. And I think, you know, the takeaway from ours with them is basically get in your neighborhood, find out who's there, who are the broken, lonely people that are just looking, clamoring for community, and and find these people and just walk alongside them. And I think that's very inspiring uh, for me as a pastor because, to be honest, I think I'm kind of approaching mission the wrong way, like, okay, what should we do? What should we start? What program? And what they reminded me this weekend is, why am I starting with me or us? Why aren't we starting with who's around us? And so... Um, Two words that I would say summarized what they talked about was uh, pay attention. Uh, pay attention to the people around you, and, and that's something that at Salem we're going to need to do uh, to move forward and be missional. So, Lucas, that was my takeaway. That's wonderful. Uh, I appreciate that, and I, I had a, a chance to speak with some of them. Oh, I wasn't at the actual missional conference, but I got a chance to speak with uh, the speakers, and I, I think it uh, they have an in, uh, incredible perspective on living missionally. Uh, Sue Short, what was your big mm-hmm. takeaway take from uh, conference this year? Well, just to kind of follow up on what um, Kevin just said, for me, one of the most meaningful moments was at worship actually last evening, and Sally was speaking, and she passed around a jar filled with mustard seeds. And so it took quite a while for that to get all the way through all 200 or so of us. And we each were encouraged to take a mustard seed and to use that and to think about that. And she was reflecting on that passage of scripture where the mustard seed is the tiniest of seeds and it grows into a large plant and the birds can roost in its branches. 
and to think about what might God be doing with the seed in our lives? What might God be calling us to do with the seeds that he has given us? And so, yeah, it was really, for me, it was very meaningful and moving to sit and hold this tiny little seed. And it was really hard to keep track of it because it was so tiny. I dropped it a couple times and managed to find it again. For me, that just to sit and hold that, and it's kind of a hard little seed, and kind of rub it between my fingers, and which is how I dropped it so many times. <laughs> but just to think about that idea that in this tiny little package is life, and is the potential for so much, and what are think of our lives maybe as these tiny little seeds. You know what what might we become? You know what might we do with these seeds. So that was one of the one of my biggest takeaways, although there were many. That was an incredible illustration. And unfortunately, my mustard seed is somewhere ground into the carpet at Sonnenberg Mennonite. <laughs> Danae King, um, other than uh, having your raffle winnings stripped from you, uh, what were your big t- takeaways from conference this year? This year felt like a more celebratory conference than it has in a long time. And so that it was a fun thing to be a part of this year. We spent a lot of time reflecting on the past 50 years of Ohio Conference in its current form. Um, we heard from David Tiarina and Eldon King, who are longtime parts of Ohio Conference, um, reflecting on the history of the conference, things that have changed since they first started out in conference work, uh, some things for the better and some things they were sad to see had changed. Overall, the, the attitude of the whole conference was more celebratory. We played trivia games together. We laughed a lot. We passed a spending plan by almost 100%. We passed a resolution about welcoming immigrants in our communities by 95%. So it felt like we were more unified this year. It felt a little bit lighter. We did lament the loss of a few congregations and release them early on in the weekend. But overall, the attitude was was just lighter than I've seen it in a while. I was actually really impressed by the work that went into the resolution on, on immigration. Does anybody have any thoughts on that as well? I thought the team did very, very well with that. Uh, I think that, as one person noted, though, passing the resolution was great. But I can't remember who said that, but the individual said, look, this is a piece of paper. This needs to translate into ministry, and it needs to translate into us taking action. And it's going to look different in our respective contexts. Uh, If you're in an urban area, you probably have a great influx of immigrants. Although, you know what? We're in a rural area, and uh, there's a lot of work uh, happening with immigrants right here in in Wayne and Holmes counties. Mm -hmm. So don't walk away from here and pat yourself on the back and say, okay, we passed a resolution. Go back to your churches, get educated, and do something. <laughs> and I can tell within uh, our congregation at Valley View Mennonite, we're off alone in the woods by ourselves about four hours away, but um, we can still write letters and we can still uh, have the conversation with the people around us, uh, you know, because they all have a voice and an opinion, and opening the conversation does make a, a huge difference. One comment I would add to that is I really, I, I want to affirm what you said, Kevin, that um, about the work that the committee did to put that together, that resolution together, they did an excellent job. One of the things I really appreciated about that personally, and that um, my table really appreciated and affirmed, was the emphasis on going back to scripture, and what does scripture say about how we treat 
the stranger among us and those on the margins. And to recognize that that is where the conversation in our congregations needs to start is going back to scripture and removing partisan politics out of this and have this be simply a a human issue and an issue of scripture and an issue of theology and not an issue of which side of the aisle you sit on this issue. And anyone that wasn't at ACA this year does want someone to come and articulate a really great scripturally based explanation of, of our immigration problem, Geraldo Nunez or Dan King would be very willing to come and speak to your congregation. I'm hoping to have them come visit us at some point. He would be happy to come speak to to a congregation. He's got a lot of passion towards the subject. He has an episode of this podcast, actually, that is very worth going back through the archives and listening to as well. Did you have anything you wanted to add to the, to the conversation on the immigration I agree with these folks. I think it was David Tiarina that um, was talking about it was more than just a piece of paper. The table discussion that I was a part of, we also talked about the government engagement aspect of the resolution. And um, it was mentioned several times at my table how we can't necessarily expect the government that we live under to operate like the kingdom of God, but we can let those government structures know exactly where we stand. And we can also hold them to their own standards, um, that all people are created equal and are deserving of respect. My table overwhelmingly affirmed that resolution, and it looks like the rest of the delegate body did as well. Right. And the non-delegates back in the green name tag wearing halflings where we were in the back. <laughs> uh, I think that we were uh, very much in agreement with the reform as well. Of course, we weren't voting on it, but you know, we had a front row seat for the vote, which was nice. And I believe it passed with 95% affirmation, which is incredible and wonderful and encouraging because I know not everyone in that room were to vote in the same way even. So that was, mm-hmm. was very good to look at what Christ would have wanted and then try to align with that. And I, I believe that that's encouraging for how we're going to live the rest of our lives on the topic, I hope. And and just to add one more thing to that, I appreciated how the resolution was not a line drawn in the sand. Like, this is exactly what we think. Because I don't think, as Anabaptists, Mennonite Christians, that's not how we do church. We discern together issues. And the resolution was more about, we need to have thoughtful conversation, again, going back to Scripture, about this issue and, and again, removing the politics aside and the drawing of lines. So can we all come around the table and agree that this is a really important topic that we need to look at and we need to dialogue about, recognizing that we're not all going to be in the same place or in agreement with that, but, but we need to open the conversation, which is really what the resolution was about. Yeah, I would agree with you completely. I think that was, it was very encouraging. And that's what, for those of us that aren't cradle Mennonites, that's kind of what got us here was just that a lot of us, it's the process for which we discern things and we talk about them. And yeah, it's, it's very encouraging to see. Anybody have any final thoughts for the ACA conference other than people should really be trying to come here as delegates because it's always incredible. Even as non-delegates, this is my first year here as a non-delegate, and it was still uh, very much worth coming to. It's all those things that you would get from a youth retreat uh, as a kid. Um, It's, I don't know, perhaps an upper-level, more cerebral version of that, but I would recommend to anybody who can to come to the ACA. 
Yeah, agreed. It's definitely worthwhile. And just to, to tag on to your comment about Danae's table getting uh, stripped of their, or was it your table? With, you you won the basket last year. Her specifically. But was it your specific table that lost a whole bunch of points in that yes, last round yeah, of we, trivia? Yeah, we had a perfect round oh, of trivia. Yes. Um, yes. Where we accumulated zero points. Zero, yeah. We're, we're pretty well, proud we had, of it. We had a, a 20 point robbed. round to your zero point round. So. You know, we totally stole the crown away from you. So you need to come to the next ACA and just try to take it away from us. <laughs> I actually was feeling a little like Danae was being bullied a little bit. She, yeah, it's like and you on can't my want... birthday too. It's I just, your birthday. It is. Happy, oh, birthday. happy birthday! And it's stripped of all of my titles. But you oh, know what? My goodness. Oh, I'm sorry. I teased you on your birthday. Now I feel bad. Well, thanks. Danae and I are in class together at AMBS online. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So it's fun to talk to you in person instead of just on my computer screen. So nice. That's awesome. That is wonderful. I also got to speak with the representatives from the schools, and I was blown away that they're working together on so much stuff because you would assume they'd just be in direct competition, and they're working in tandem on many, many classes and projects. So check out some of our Mennonite universities, colleges seminary i guess this is the episode of ohio conference cast i want to thank lucas oh, for taking the reins today i thought you did a, a great job i in appreciate fact, that i i'd say i mean i don't really like bill and i, <laughs> and, uh, oh. I kind of like thomas but oh. i like lucas oh I, so i'm just i'm just gonna i want to throw that oh. in there Aww. yeah i appreciate that kevin and i was excited to see the interpretive dance in person because <laughs> you're very welcome that almost ended up in the theme song um right because right. i thought it was important yeah yes and uh, i'm just so happy to be a part of this podcast it's my favorite podcast mm-hmm. and I'm not joking in the slightest when I say that. So um, I guess I'm going to go home and walk my dog now. Very so, good. All yeah. right. All right. Do that. Thank you. Thank you. Ohio people with Mennonite views, and they're going to give us some missional news. Ohio Conference Cast. Thank you for listening to another edition of Ohio Conference Cast. We would love to hear from you. Our email is ohioconferencecast at gmail.com. Ohio Conference Cast is brought to you by the Ohio Conference Leadership Team, along with Norm Sohar, sound engineer, Megan Sohar, voiceover, Ann Lehman, publisher, and our many guests and listeners. Uh, explanation of, of our immigration problem, uh, Geraldo Nunez or uh, Don King would be very willing and happy. Dan King, sorry. Dan King mm-hmm. <laughs> would be very willing to come and speak to your congregation. Um, I'm hoping to have them come visit us at some point. Um, Don King would promote a good boxing Don fight. <laughs> for, for your church, so I'm just Absolutely. saying. Absolutely. <laughs> Don King would get the people there. Uh, but a very, Dan non- King yes. a very yes. non-violent <laughs> boxing. Oh, right, right, right. Passivistic boxing. Yes. <laughs> I should have caught that a few that seconds a, earlier, perhaps. That was good. Uh, okay, so Dan King.